Sue. And I'm Megan, and this is Runner Girls, a podcast about women brought together by a love of running. Yes, and brought together again on this wonderful spring day. And by wonderful, I mean cool and overcast and kind of sad looking. (laughs) But it's spring, and it's my favorite time of year, probably. And I am um, trying to enjoy it while it lasts. And thankfully, it's lasting a while. It's been weird. We had snow like two days ago. <laughs> after I was having... going to ask about that. Yeah, it was It like I just woke up one morning and there's like flurries like going past my window and it was like it was super windy too. So it looked like a blizzard and I was like, what the heck? This is May. Because <laughs> I know I talked about before we've had like freak snowstorms in April. I don't remember snow in May before, but thankfully it did not accumulate. Like it melted as soon as it touched the ground and it didn't last very long, but it was very windy that day. But yeah, just um, lovely New England spring weather. And uh, like I said, I'm going to enjoy it until summer gets here and I'm just going to try and survive. How are you doing, Megan? Good. There is sunshine here now, but it only popped up in the past couple hours. We also, closer to the lake, had snow this morning and yesterday. Yesterday we had hail, too. Like in the high 30s hail. It's very, our weather's on par again. (laughs) (laughs) This very, like, free cold storms at cold snap it was in the 20s a couple nights Mm -hmm. this week I was like what is this it's May where's my lovely spring weather at but we're warming up I looked at the weather today we're going to be in the 50s the rest of the week is our highs and some 70s nice later on very low 70s but I was like yes I saw somebody posted something on Facebook about we're about to get a heat wave and I was just like, I'm not I'm not even acknowledging that right now. <laughs> yeah, they were talking um, Sunday, it looks like. They fixed it, finally. But at one point, it was going to be 81 on <laughs> Sunday with rain. And I had, like, a moment where I died a little bit inside because <laughs> going from 50s one week to 80 in rain the next week, mm-hmm. that just makes for terrible running weather because it's, like... You're swimming through the air. (laughs) And as much as I miss swimming, I can't do it while running. No, that's not very effective. (laughs) Yeah, I was just like, oh, that's going to make for a super hot and humid run. All this discussion about weather has got me checking the forecast for this weekend because I'm supposed to run a marathon on Saturday. And oh, okay, good. Low of 46, high of 59, partly sunny. Awesome. Okay, perfect. You're much better than I am this week. Yay! Yes, and rain on Sunday, which originally when I checked the forecast, it showed rain on Saturday, but looks like it's only going to be at night, so um, super happy about that. <laughs> Should be good. So, uh, do you want to get along and talk about our running? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So I have mixed feelings this week. I'm uh, tapering. Like I said, I'm planning to run a marathon on Saturday. And my runs have been all over the place. (laughs) I was going to say, I've been watching your Strava and I was like, oh, oh, oh. It's just been like a roller coaster of emotions (laughs) watching Sue Strava. (laughs) Yeah, so Tuesday I had my um, six by one mile at half marathon pace. I think I talked about that. 
And that was like on the road instead of the track. And it felt way harder than I expected. So that was tough. And then Wednesday was my rest day run. So I just did a mile with Bianca, I think. Yeah, really easy. And normally on my rest days, sometimes I'll do, I'll usually do two miles, sometimes three if I'm feeling really good. But I was tapering this week and she only wanted to run a mile and I was totally fine with that. And then Thursday was my last marathon pace run. And this was 10 miles in marathon pace. So here's what happened. The first like, and I was like, all right, I'm going to go out and I'm going to keep it at marathon pace this time. I'm going to stay at 1048. Now the first five miles were like in the 1020 average. (laughs) It's like 1032, 1012, 1034, 1020, 1047. And then the last half of the run was like, oh, this is hard now. (laughs) So if I had been able to pace myself better, I think it would have felt good. But yeah, this was the first run where towards the end of the run, I was having that like, oh, I have to like mentally stay focused, like that feeling of this is how it's going to feel at the end of the marathon where I actually have to like power through and keep running. And I fortunately, because my training's been going so well, I really haven't had runs like that where it's like, oh, I actually have to do some like mental training here. And so that just made me think about I'm not looking forward to this (laughs) because I don't know. I just kind of was like, marathon training's going so well. All these runs are feeling great. Maybe I'll just run 26 miles and feel fantastic. But no, it's actually going to be hard. And this was a this run was a really good reminder of, oh yeah, you're about to do something really hard, Sue. Um, my next run on Friday was an easy run, and it was six miles easy, and this one was fine. What I noticed is that I keep on my easy runs now slipping down into marathon pace. So that is really good sign. Um, this run I averaged 10.53. So closer to what my actual marathon pace should be. Um, so I think if I go into the mindset of treating my marathon as an easy run instead of a marathon pace run, I'll probably be closer to that right pace. Next run on Saturday was my longer run of the weekend. Um, I went out and I ran with Diane. And so my long runs this weekend were six miles and eight miles. So I ended up doing eight with her. It was super windy, like 20 mile per hour winds. And mm-hmm. where we were running, there it was very open. So there wasn't a lot of like tree cover to block the wind. And one of the cool things was it had been a while since I'd run with somebody else and like running with her at her pace actually felt pretty easy. So we were, you know, running around 12 minute miles and the wind, like I barely noticed it, like did not bother me at all. And I was like, oh, this feels good. Um, I didn't say that because she was miserable, (laughs) but that was um, actually ended up being a really good run. So we were it was like mile three when she's like, you know, I don't think I'm going to get through this today. But she just kept like talking herself into it. So she's like, because oh, I was like, okay, whatever you want to do, I'm fine. And but she's like, all right, well, I need a porta potty. So I'll just I'll run till I find a porta potty. And then she didn't find one. And then she went a different way. And 
we ended up taking this, she showed me this um, route that is on a road that used to be like open to traffic but is now closed off to traffic that leads to a bike path that led to another place in Portsmouth so I ended up finding like this really cool running route and we ended up getting the full eight miles in because of that so it worked out great I felt great the whole run like I said I, I didn't say that to her but um yeah it was weird because I just expected a, a really windy run like that to feel pretty off that was the day it snowed I was like I was expecting it to feel pretty awful especially after my marathon pace run but I felt great my next run on Sunday I went um I ran one mile with Bianca and then I did the rest of my run on the beach so um another five miles on the beach and again it was windy this time it was like 15 miles per hour but I swear I didn't feel the wind at all I just flew through the whole thing I should have been <laughs> it was supposed to be an easy run I ended up averaging 1020 for the five miles it felt really good like I felt like I was floating I was just on such a high and feeling amazing <laughs> and I was just like I love running <laughs> you know um I was so elated after that like I was like, this is why I run. This is it right here. Like this, I total runner's high feeling. And then today I went out (laughs) for my easy run of five miles. And um, yeah, it was like the exact opposite. (laughs) It just like, I felt like my legs didn't want to turn over. It felt really hard. I was, um, this is like 1130 pace, but it wasn't until like, mile four where I really started to warm up into the run like the first few miles I was like I don't know if I can do this today like I don't want to have to like mentally push myself but um but I I got warmed up and then was starting to feel good and by the time I was back at my house at the end of the run I was like wow I feel like I can keep running now (laughs) so it was uh it was definitely a roller coaster week (laughs) this this um week of taper but overall, I'm feeling strong. I did a workout a couple of days ago where I did some glute bridges and some upper body stuff. And ever since then, my hamstrings have been tight. And so I'm just like, all right, so you can't do any more exercises this week. Like, just let your body rest. So I'm um, not going to do any more of that. Um, training for this week, it's all supposed to be easy runs. Um It'll be another five miles easy tomorrow. Wednesday is my rest day. Six miles easy on Thursday. Five miles easy on Friday. And then three miles. Oh, so this plan is going by having a race on Sunday, which I'm not going to do. I'm going to have a race on Saturday. So instead of six on Thursday and five Friday and three on Saturday, I will do five on Thursday and three on Friday and then the marathon will be on Saturday so um so that should be pretty good because I'm still going to be you know running a mile easy on Wednesday anyway so mileage wise it works out well close enough anyway (laughs) um and then so yeah Saturday will be the race in quotations the woman who is putting it on Angela she there's going to be six of us running and we're going to have staggered start times so that we're like socially distanced Mm -hmm. um 
and we're doing a two-mile loop around her neighborhood. She's calling it the Corona (laughs) six-pack. Three of us are going to run a full marathon distance, and three of us are running a half marathon distance. So Diane and DJ are um, running the half marathon, and me and Angela are running the full, and then I don't know the other two people. So, um, but yeah, she like, she really got excited about this and she went and like ordered us race shirts and bibs <laughs> and she's amazing. Yeah. Having an aid station set up at our house. And of course she has a toilet. So, um, so yeah, so she's like putting a lot of effort into this and I'm kind of excited about it. I think that my training's been going really well. I'm feeling really strong, like physically. I'm I got no issues. And like I said, I keep kind of dropping down into marathon pace. So as long as I can keep it at that easy effort, like treating it like an easy run instead of a marathon pace run, at least until the last six miles, (laughs) um, I think that I think it'll go really well. Um, That's the the hardest part is just going to be pacing myself because I always feel really good. Well, don't always feel really good in the beginning, but usually feel really good in the beginning and then I pay for it later. So so we'll see. Um, nutrition strategy is none. <laughs> no strategy because I haven't been fueling. So what I'm going to do is I am going to bring energy gels, salt, Gatorade, water, Gatorade Zero, <laughs> basically anything I could possibly want to use. And I'm probably not going to use anything unless I feel like I, I, I'm I'll definitely want to have beverages because I will start to feel thirsty. I know that, but I may try and not have sugar if I can get through it. But, um, but yeah, I will have that option if I'm like, you know, like really dragging, I'll, you know, have a gel or Gatorade or something. So, so that's my strategy. (laughs) We'll see how that goes. But so far, like all my long runs, my 18 miles, I did without anything. So if I could do that, I'll be, I'll be good for a marathon, right? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, feeling good. I'm excited to run it. Um, what I'm not excited about is Sunday's run because I do want to try to keep up my streak. I'm on day 166 today. So only 200 more to go to complete the year. And I don't, I've never ever run the day after a marathon. So that's like completely new to me. I messaged um, or commented on uh, Run Be- one of Run Becky Run's posts and was like, how did you do that? Because she did the mile and she's just like, it was painful, but I got through it. So, so that's going to be um, my expectation. <laughs> painful, but I'll get through it. And I would like to keep the streak up if I can. But yeah, we'll see. So that's my training. I'm excited. I haven't done anything else. I haven't been biking. People have been hounding me to bike. <laughs> um, but yeah, it just hasn't happened. I've just been like, no, I don't want to. It's been so windy. That's the other thing. And it's kind of cooled mm-hmm. off a little bit. You know, it's been in the 50s and I like it to be at least like 60 when I ride. And I don't know. I'm hoping it gets better. I should probably um bring my trainer here though so that I can ride indoors at least and suffer through that but I do intend to get on the bike soon yes it's going to happen they did cancel the seacoast for uh seacoast cycle for life ride that I was doing 
psycho, I don't remember the name of it, um, for cystic fibrosis. Mm -hmm. I'm still aiming to do the 65 miles. It's now a virtual run. Um, and I'm still collecting donations. So if anybody would like to contribute, I would really appreciate that. Um, it definitely means a lot to me as I've, you know, explained before. So I will include a link in the show notes if anybody would like to contribute. I do intend to run, ride 65 miles. And so for that reason, I do need to get back on the bike. And all of my friends, uh, the 603 team, they're all still doing it too. So that's not stopping (laughs) as much as um, I'm, I haven't really been thinking about it or planning for it. It's going to happen. Um, Yeah. So that's where I'm at right now. Megan, how has your running been going? My running's been pretty good. I got four runs in last week. I missed my long run yesterday due to very cold rain. Mm. I mentioned the prior hail, and it was 40 degrees and windy. And I was just like, "Mm, that doesn't sound like fun. (laughs) I don't think I'm going to do it. I also wasn't feeling 100% great anyway, so I was just like, this is not not going to be mentally beneficial for me at this point, so I'm just going to skip it and it'll be okay. But I did one mile after the podcast last week when we recorded. Actually, that would be before. So no, I ran um, Wednesday, the day after the podcast. I did 37 minutes and got just over three miles in it was like three and point three and that felt pretty good I averaged right at 1103 so I didn't have much to say about it and then I did Friday I did my run for Ahmad Aubrey I had some miles I wanted to go through neighborhoods specifically and then I got really lost somewhere along the run I made a left when I should have made a right and I was like this is not I was like I'm way far from where I need to be (laughs) I had to pull up my watch and pull up the map on it the GPS and I was like where is my house where did I start and where am I I was like I need to get back there so I stopped the run early so I could walk without feeling guilty and find what I was doing. And I probably, on top of the 3.8 miles I got, I probably did another mile and a half to two miles trying to get back home. It was really fun. It was dark. It was cold. Aww. I did not dress for the temperature. It was 32 degrees. I dressed for 30 minutes at 32 degrees. I did not dress for over an hour at 32 degrees with walking thrown in. I was like, oh, this is chilly. But it was okay. I just was unprepared mentally for that extra time. Mm. And physically, it was just one of those runs where you're like, whatever, this is what it is. So until I got lost, I was feeling really good. And then I had to stop because I needed to figure out where I was going. So it was just a very me run. And so I did that. And then I did 26 minutes on Saturday later at night. I really did not want to go for this run. I was very not excited about it, which is why I made myself do it. I was like, it's okay. We'll go do it and it'll be fine. And it was. It wasn't bad. It was 
I felt like I was going slow faster than I actually was, but I wasn't. <laughs> I was still within my paces. I just it was one of those runs where you're like, I should be going faster. I yeah. feel like I'm going faster and I was not. So I was just like, okay, it's fine. Part of it has been I got a watch upgrade. So I wonder if some of it is with just the upgraded GPS and stuff is adjusting to that. Do you mean like a software upgrade or a new watch? I got, I upgraded to the Forerunner 945. Ooh. So, because it'll, now it'll last me forever, pretty much at least three or four years. It's right below the Phoenix. It's a multi-sport watch still, so I can swim and bike with it. Although I don't really necessarily feel like biking. Um, I was actually thinking about getting a new watch myself. Because I actually, I really like my watch, my Vivo Active, but um, I saw somebody was talking about on um, Reddit that the Vivo Active 3 music, like you can play music without having your phone with you. Yes. So that was one of my big things with my watch, the 945, is I can play, you download songs to your watch. So it functions like a mini iPod and you can play them straight from your watch and what I liked is I can control them from my watch. So if I want to skip a song or something, yes. I can do that. Right now, I can't without pulling out my phone. And that's just too much of a hassle. I can skip, but I can't, like, go back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there, and there are different things that I don't know how to do that I would like to have, like, control over. So that is, that's cool. Yeah, it's been one of my favorite things. I It also has automatic live tracking in it. So I've been bringing my phone. Except for the one day I got lost. Of course, I was like, oh, I have my watch now. I can just play music. I don't need my phone. I'm going to be in the neighborhood. I'll be fine. And then, of course, I don't have my phone and I get lost. But um, Hmm. so now I'm bringing it. (laughs) I'm bringing it with me, but I don't have to worry about it. And it does live tracking and everything. So I set up an email and my boyfriend gets an email every time I go out on a run now. And it tells him where I am in case something were to happen. Right. That's awesome. And it, yeah, it has a two. Uh, this is one of the big things I like too. It has like an auto assistant feature where it's got crash detection. So if you're biking and you come to a sudden stop, the watch will auto detect. And as long as you have your phone on you, like call the authorities. Like if you don't pause it within, like you can hit cancel, obviously, if you're right. fine. But if you get hit by a car and are not fine, it'll send, it'll auto send to the authorities. That's so cool. Yeah, that was the big thing. I was like, well, that's a nice just safety feature to have. And my older Garmin did not have it. So it's super cool. Awesome. So you were telling me about your run where you got lost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> and then I did another run after that and it was fine. And then I just skipped yesterday and I don't even feel bad about it because I didn't feel good. It wouldn't have been a great run as it is. Mm-hmm. So I did almost 11 miles. So I still got a decent number of miles in. Mm-hmm. And that's all that I counted because after my lost walking mess, I probably walked two more miles <laughs> that are not counted on here. But this week I'll run five days. I have an hour and a half run tomorrow which I'm excited about because it's going to be sunny and in the 50s 
Nice. So it'll make for a really nice run. So yeah, I'll go out in the afternoon and do that. And then I have a three mile run on Wednesday and about a four mile run on Thursday. And then I'll do just over a mile on Saturday and then about five, five and a half miles on Sunday for a total of 21 miles. Nice. But it's spread out pretty nice, so it'll be okay. And they're all easy runs. So I'm excited. The weather is getting ready to be much warmer. So that's exciting for running. Not for you, I know. But. <laughs> like if you say so. <laughs> I mean, but 50s and low 60s is better for running to me. So Yeah. I, yeah, I'm fine in that range. I just don't like it much above, like, 60. But yeah. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Summer running makes you faster in the fall. That's what I just yes. need to remind myself. I am going to be so fast this fall. In fact, I thought about, you know, we were talking about fall marathons, and we're, we're planning on doing Detroit together. Mm-hmm. And I think that I would like to run that with you because if I'm doing a race with you, I want to run with you. And as far as like my fall marathon, I think that, I think I just want that to be it. But I think I want to go for a fast half because I think I got a two hour half marathon in me this year. And so I think what I want to do is I want to train for that and for the marathon using Hanson's again exactly the same thing I did this time around just following the plan as best I can and try and go for a fast half and I think what I might do is do like a half marathon every couple of months so like do one in like July do one in um, September do one in November you know what I'm saying like and and just Mm -hmm. try and chip away at that time because I I really think right now I'd probably have like a 215 and me maybe a 210 and if I can just train my butt off I'm pretty sure I can get that down to two hours this this year so that's what I'd like to do so that's what I've been chewing on recently because I don't I don't really like racing marathons. <laughs> like, yeah, I want no, a Boston qualify. Yeah. I want to get faster at it, but I don't like to do too many of them. <laughs> I just like the benefit of the training. Yeah, I was thinking about how I did my two-mile assessment run a while back, and I didn't even think about this, Sue. I ran two miles consecutively at low 18 pace or low eight-minute pace. Mm. It was like 8.19. So that's if awesome. I could add one more mile at that pace, that's like a 25 minute 5k. Yeah. Like 25, 20 or something. You are fat. You are faster than I am. That's you've like always been faster than I am. PR. Yeah. I just suck at training. <laughs> <laughs> if you would put in the, the time and the training for sure, you would be like a savage marathoner. <laughs> so, well, that's what I'm doing this cycle. So I'm like, for over a month, I've maintained it. Yeah. Four runs in a row, three to four runs a week. That's the most since the last time I marathon trained. So we're getting there. Yeah. But I think I'm going to go for a 5K and a half PR in the spring because I'm going to do Riverbank Run again for the 15 miler next May. Yeah. 
and I'll be doing Flying Pig. So I'll probably try to half PR at Flying Pig next spring if I can train through winter. Just run with Bob. (laughs) (laughs) He'll get you there. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just going to, we'll just do it. (laughs) Uh, Awesome. So is that it for this coming week? Yes. Yeah, about 20 miles, five runs. It'll be great. Nice. Well, enjoy your nice, warm spring weather. And I will enjoy my um, medium spring weather. (laughs) Medium, that's what it is. Okay. Up next, we have Runner Girl Recommends. So my recommend this week is something that I found on Reddit, which is so cool. And it is a website called Nusik, and that is with um, a silent G, G G-N-O-O-S-I-C. So this is basically a music predictor. You put in three bands that you like, and you basically tell Nod, Nod is like it's search engine or whatever you tell nod your three favorite bands or artists and then it will come up with a new band for you to try that it thinks you will like so for example i put in for my three favorite bands i put in cold war kids the ballroom thieves and the civil wars so those are like three bands that i really like right now and it came up with the ghost of paul revere which i've never heard of before but turns out I really like their music. (laughs) So I was like, yes, this is awesome. It also came up with some other stuff I didn't like as much, but I'm, I'm, I'm filtering through what it's offering me and finding new stuff that I wouldn't have found anyway. So I just thought it's a really cool website to check out. If you're someone that likes to listen to music on your runs and you're getting tired of listening to the same old stuff, you might discover something new that you didn't even know existed that totally resonates with you. So again, that's Nusik, G-N-O-O-S-I-C dot com. I pulled it up and it's super cool already. Mm -hmm. It gave me a band that I forgot about, but like. Right, so it gets you. So I'm excited about it. Yes. Nice. Um, So yeah, it's super cool. All right, Megan, what is your recommend this week? My recommend is what I went on a tangent about because I like it so much. And it's the new Forerunner 945, which is their multi-sport watch. So it'll do all kinds of stuff. It tracks all of the triathlon sports and then about probably 50 more sports that Garmin will track. And it has music on it. So I was able to download my Spotify playlists and listen to those without having to worry about my phone or use my phone battery, which is an exciting feature. That is awesome. I love that it has the music in it. Mm-hmm. And you can use other services besides Spotify. There's another one, but I and you can download if you have music on your computer. Wait, it does you Spotify? can download it. Yeah, that's because awesome. it connects to Wi-Fi, so you can just download playlists from Spotify over Wi-Fi. It is expensive. But I, through my health insurance, I was able to get a 20% off code. Nice. So that helped significantly. Oh, which is a good point. If you guys have health insurance, I know Blue Cross Blue Shield does it. I have United Healthcare, and they do it. You can earn points for normal things like 
getting your yearly physicals or whatever and use those to redeem coupons off of health and fitness things. I used mine for Garmin because it's the most, but I know I could get movie tickets too and I can get some of the fancier scales and stuff they had coupons for. Nice. I'm looking at the, this does a lot of things that my watch doesn't do. (laughs) Like it's got maps. You can access like a map to see where you are. Running dynamics. So it, it measures cadence, stride length, ground contact time, balance, VO2 max. It can estimate your VO2 max. My watch does not do that. I would love that. Real time assessment of your current ability to perform based on pace, heart rate, and heart rate variability. Training status evaluates recent exercise history and performance indicators to let you know you're training productively. Training effect shows you what type of effect your workout had. Um, Training load. This is... The data nerd in me is like, man, I want... Yes, there's so much. So I'll link the... um, Because I obsessively read about it. Um, The DC Rainmaker review, Mm -hmm. too. Because he is my go-to watch reviewer. And he's a data nerd, too. So he'll tell you... um, Like, he compares it to other watches. He compares it to... He'll wear multiple watches and compare the GPS and how accurate it is and the heart rate. Mm-hmm. He's got some where he like wore four different heart rate monitors. Like one was on a watch and then one was on a chest and one was on the other arm to gauge how effective the heart rate was through the watch and everything. And how effective was it? I, it's pretty good. He says there's some where it struggles at the beginning of certain repeats, like intervals where you're running really fast like it just takes a little blip to catch up but overall it evens out and is fine he said the gps is spot on yeah and he goes through he's got videos and everything his reviews are extensive right oh that's awesome i'll have to look into that and um someday when i have a little extra spending money. <laughs> Man, if I hadn't bought that trainer that I never use. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> All right. So that wraps up Run a Girl Recommends. Next week we'll have Megan's Book Club. We're reading The First Ladies of Running. Um, how's that going for you, Megan? Good. I read the first profile, The First Woman. Nice. Already. She was really interesting. So I'm excited to read more about the history of women in running. Yeah, I found I'm through like five or six of them right now. And like, they're super inspired. Like it's, it's been super motivating for me to like go out and run now. Cause I'm like, I want to do that. I want to go run a fast 200 meter race. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really, but it's super inspiring. So I'm enjoying it, but we'll talk more about that next week. Up next, we have Run-A-Girl of the Week. Our Run-A-Girl of the Week this week is Sarah Louise Baggett. She yesterday ran Run Streak Day 165, which puts her starting at Thanksgiving, like Sue. Yep, she started with the Run-A-Girl's holiday run streak. Yep. She ran... 
seven miles at a pretty quick pace. But why I chose her is because her pictures were so pretty. <laughs> She's got horses and donkeys or donkeys and cows through like the country or a park in her pictures. She's over in the UK, so I can't really tell because there's a bench and everything. So I'm looking at the pictures of the cows just spread randomly with a bench there, which makes me think park, but it may not be. And a pretty pond. Oh, wow. Oh, look at the cows. (laughs) Oh, pretty. Awesome. That is a cool run, Sarah. Very pretty. Yes. I do a lot of city running these days, so I don't get to see much in the way of animals. Yeah. Yeah. And now that I think about it, I don't get to see very many animals either. Like my last run with um, Amy out on the Great Bay half course, we saw the turtle trying to cross the road. (laughs) We saw animals on that run, but like running around Portsmouth, I don't see, I like, I see like seagulls (laughs) because I'm, you know, running along the ocean. So I'm trying to think what other animals I see. Not really very many, but, um, but that's all right. I get, I get beautiful scenery to look at anyway. (laughs) Yeah. Going around the lake, I get to see some stuff, but overall I see a lot of people walking their doggos that I don't get to pet. Mm -hmm. So that makes me sad right now, but eventually I can run and stop and pet all the pretty dogs. Yes. (laughs) brighter days are ahead Um, well great job Sarah great run and great job keeping up the run streak and don't forget to join the runner girls club on Strava so we can find your runs and you could be our next runner girl or guy of the week and I think that wraps us up for this week Megan did you want to talk about anything else no I did my tangent earlier, so I don't have to do it at the end this week. (laughs) All right. I don't think I have anything to talk about either. I'm just, I'm excited to have marathon training behind me. (laughs) I can't wait to see how it goes. I'm going to be like stalking Strava on Saturday. (laughs) I got a message from um, Angela today um, that went out to all of us. And she's like, so who's excited for race day on Saturday? And I'm like, I'm excited for marathon training to be over. (laughs) I wish I could say I was excited for the marathon run, but marathons are hard. Did you know that? They're like really hard. (laughs) Yes, they are really, really hard. And that's why I haven't done one in over four years. (laughs) Has it been that long? 2016, because I did 26 miles for Ah. turning 26. I'll do 26 miles miles for 30. (laughs) I might, but might do like a warm up and then just do the marathon. But no, I'm going for PR. (laughs) There's just no. Well, you could do next year when you turn 31, you could do a 50K, which is 31 miles, right? Yes, that's perfect. (laughs) So I'll do a 50K for 31. There you go. All right. Great job this week. And uh, what are you going to do this week while it's nice and sunny? Get outside and run. I'm so excited. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye, y'all. 
If you want to share anything, comments, questions, or your runs, you can email us at runnergirlspodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at facebook.com slash runnergirlspodcast. Tweet to us at runnergirlsshow. Tag us on Instagram at runnergirlspodcast or call the hotline at 207-200-3297. Download episodes at runnergirlspodcast.com, iTunes, and Stitcher. Thanks for listening. Now go outside and run.